Romberg in the Money is a rambling weekly stock market rundown where our hapless hosts discuss current events, tease out trends, and spread wild conjecture in an ever-shifting market. We are rank amateurs. Every word we say is the opposite of financial advice and should be completely disregarded. Romberg must be placed under the tongue to be dissolved. Chewing or swallowing the Romberg will affect the reaction rate. Buckle up. All right. Good afternoon, Jim. How you doing? I'm good. It is another bright, sunny day in Hawaii. Lovely. And, uh, yeah, yeah. So it's a great day. So, uh, what's up? It is May 28th of 2021. Uh, and, Friday, uh, Friday before a long weekend. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Coming into Memorial Day weekend. Got a three-day. Markets are going to be closed Monday. Don't forget. Yeah, I'll be up at 4 o'clock in the morning watching them anyway. Watching watching them do nothing. Watching them not open. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so, you want to start us off with uh, QQQs and tech this week? Well, so I always like to start off. Uh, I guess I should just share this information with you, right? Yeah. So, usually uh, what I do. Um, so, the first thing before I get to there, you know, I like to look at the underlying, you know, the TQQs are leveraged, right? So right. I like to um, look at the underlying indexes, even though they're going to look much the same, right? So yeah, no, I, I usually look at the just the QQQ, I, I guess, really, I look at the QQQM, which is just yeah. the mini version of it. It does the yeah. same thing. Yeah, so you can see kind of that we've been, uh, this is a very simple setup. This is not what I use really to do my market work with. But this is what I have for the samples today, and we'll get more of what I uh, deem important as chart technical indicators, maybe in a future episode of this operation here. Anyway, but you can look here and see that we hit a high of 342 on the, on the QQQs, our little tech happiness. But you can also see that we've been uh, really kind of gyrating around here, just trying to formulate um, some direction. It's really uh, been kind of like uh, sideways in this little window here. Um, ooh, that was supposed to be a box. What does that box go? Uh, there we go. Yeah, you know, a general indecision in the market. Yeah, you know, there we go. Yeah, and yeah. so usually I'll grab, I'll try to find where the market like to bottom out somewhere. Um, a lot of people would you know, try to draw support resistance lines. This is a, a, a broader kind of viewpoint. So you can see it's just kind of wandering around. Where's that low for the week at? I can't quite read it on there. Is that like 310? Oh, uh, it's down. Uh, the, the closing low was actually 300 in this window. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but right now, uh, our wave, the nice thing is that our lows, our down days are not as severe. <laughs> and yeah. we still have. Um, you know, I like to, I, I, I love doing stuff like this. So I just, this is just me doing what I do and then doing it wrong like that. So let um, me zoom back out here. And you know, what I'll do is I'll go pick a low point on a down here. And a lot of times I like three points if I can get three points and I'll kind of draw and a better point might be way down there and come back up and grab all three points. Yeah, you can so see it's you, basically the same slope there too. Yeah, it, it pretty much is. And that gives me kind of this in this kind of like bottom line 
kind of grasp about where my risk happens to be sitting around at. Mm -hmm. So I'd be, I don't know that I'd really be buying the cues here, but you know, yeah, I'm I know just not really excited about anything this week. Well, you know, if you looked at the indexes, I mean, today, and this has been uh, the last two or three days, you know, everything's up like 0.18% or 0.22%. Exactly, yeah. But, you know, it's like, uh, it's kind of like uh, the all the indexes got together for family dinner and got really full, and now they're just kind of like chilling out on the couch. <laughs> 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 yeah, you know, that kind of steeper rise and then yeah. it just like, everything's just kind of gone horizontal since then yeah so they're in a foma right <laughs> yeah there was um, kind of like if we're looking at um qqq you can see like as far as our five day five day goes opening on monday mark yep. kind of decided okay last week might have been might have been lower than it needed to be it bounced back up to where it had been and then it just sat there from yeah. about 9 a.m monday through today so exactly so obviously and i people some people might follow the vix but obviously volatility has declined yeah what is the vix uh, looking like today i don't know that's on you you can uh, I'm, I'm checking. <clears throat> um but uh the other thing that you'll know while you're doing the check see um i like to watch i like to watch these um volume averages to see where where we have excessive volume so you know when you see down here like in here you got you've got some excessive volume over the average of 45 million shares and that's yeah. like 91 million right here if you follow that line up that's a lot of selling going on and a lot of times a lot you, of selling at the bottom going on yeah so you can tell when that there's that much selling in the market on volume it's not always a perfect indicator, but that kind of it would lead me to think that this is kind of exhausting itself up in here, right? Because it's it's just kind of running out of sellers, right? Right, so exactly. They all I'm, I'm sure of, there's a candlestick term yeah. for it where you've got the kind of a doji following following the um <clears throat> well like your back hammer. Yeah, this is back to an inside bar right here, actually. Yeah. Yeah, inside yeah, day, uh, and then you see that bounce the, back up. It doesn't the quite following, get there. Yeah, well, the following day, the bars are the bars red. This is always an interesting thing for me to look at as trying to grasp, get my head around this. I get a, and usually it's because it opens higher and closes lower, but it's still higher than it was the day before. So you end up with a, you end up with this nice positive volume down yeah. here with a red bar up here. And usually I'll look I'll look for that and say you know what this is likely an upward movement story uh, I got a lot of selling leading up to this point uh, dropping off kind of petered out like there's yeah, and, yeah and then there you go and peter out Peter Peter pumpkin eater off you go so, right, so that's our cues yeah the so the TQQs which obviously is our triple leverage right uh, I think we talked about this. Kind of last week that this is kind of a go nowhere uh, week. It was probably going to end up being a, kind of a sideways week. Yeah. Um, sideways to uh, I call it a buy a buy upward biased, but still more or less sideways. Oh yeah, because it's just triple leverage of yeah. the Q of the QQQs, which barely moved. Yeah. So they so, also barely moved. Because I've kind of got three low points in here. Um, this is the other place that a lot of times I'll use these. 
I like these tools on Thinkorswim. Um, not everybody has Thinkorswim, but it's a handy tool. But you can look right here. You can really kind of see there's your kind of upward resistance. Mm -hmm. And uh, where's that also, at? It's like 102-ish. It's like 102. Uh, 10, actually a little higher than 102. <clears throat> and then you can range you got, for the for the TQQQs. Yeah, and you've got some, a bottom right there. You got a touch bottom right there. That's you have, you basically like 90-ish. And then you had like an open and run up. So yeah. So that yeah. kind of tells me that this is my trading range sideways. Doesn't mean doesn't mean we're heading up <laughs> from here because we got some resistance to get through um, to get there. Yeah, the green um, long candles look good for the game, but that was you know like Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday. Yeah. So this is like one of yeah. Once again, petered out. Uh, the, the I forget what it's called here, but where we're seeing that hammer on the uh, today is not usually a, a great sign, but it doesn't. Yeah, mean well, it's, well, again, it's mostly it sideways. It, the, well, here's the upside. It tested upward, right? There wasn't. There were some buyers, but there weren't. There wasn't enough buyers to keep it there, right? Right. But that Tesla but, got pushed back down lower than it opened, but basically yeah. it basically closed where it opened for all intents and purposes. But I had positive volume on it, so that makes me. I mean, it doesn't. I mean, this doesn't matter so much because I have no no volume above average. In fact, right. I'm below average, and this is a soft uh, a soft Friday. That's why I, I'll call it a soft Friday. I just invented that, by the way. Okay. Point the phrase trademark now. Yep. Soft Friday. Uh, because, you know, it's expiration day. It's also, uh, you know, people are closing out their positions. It's long weekend. So no, uh, the really active traders uh, are uh, likely closed their positions today. They right. want to carry, carry them into the uh, end of the weekend. Out of, uh, who knows what's going to happen Monday. Unknown fears of the news cycle. And so, yeah. yeah. So, um have you heard this uh, sell in May and go away thing, market timers? Yeah. Yes. <coughs> Sorry. Excuse All right. That's probably enough on tech. What, uh, what do we got up next? So where where does our money go? I, I can tell you where I've been putting my money. Where have you been putting your money? <laughs> well, I talked about it last week. So I, although this is a triple leverage, I can show you a single non-leveraged Oh, for fast. Very similar, right? This yeah, I was one, just looking at this actually. I was looking at it before the okay. show, and I was looking at Vong, which is the Vanguard ETF that tracks the same okay. the same index. So the interesting thing about this is it's 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 a lot like the TQQs if you really look at it. It's a little less volatile in this. I was going to say it does not get the same swing, but right. but you're still looking at the same problem. You've got this nice little box. Very nice little box. And that little box is going sideways. And so, you know, when I trade these kind of things, I, I, of course, you know, we're going to talk about some other point down the line with if anybody's interested in understanding uh, varying option trading abilities. But so um, this was a down day. So I did some um, I did some profit taking here, and I yeah. set up and I set up some new uh, uh, put 
uh, I sold I sold I sold some new put options here because there was a little weakness. So you I like sold to sell puts today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. I'm selling. I always sell puts on weakness if I have cash around, and I don't think anything crazy is going to go on. Well, so on so here's what I'm looking at for this. I'm seeing that we've tested this upper limit of like 121.25 three times right. in a row this week, right. and each time it's been smacked down. For, it's almost four times. Actually. Yeah, exactly. Four times. Right. Pretty hard too. Right. So I'm I'm not stoked for where fast is going to go on Monday, but or Tuesday. But that doesn't. I mean, who knows? But my hopes are well, not high at the moment. <laughs> All right. Friendly bet. I think it's going up. You, you think it's going up? What's, what's on, your shot call? Give me, give, me, give me a number. Where's uh, Where does fast end next week based on your uh, uh, No, we'll, we'll do this. We'll do this at the end. Um, <laughs> we should do spider, though, before we get too far in here. Yeah. It's just that. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm just going to say I got, pos- I got good positive volume going. Uh, we had sellers in here. The sellers couldn't get get the job done, and uh, the buyers still came running back in to do some buy-in. That's, that's and, true. And there is that long up. tail there at the bottom. Right. Well, it's not a long, long one, but it is. Uh, it tells me that well, there's more upwards. The yeah, there's buyers up there, and um, and I, I would have rather seen more volume on it, but uh, I'm going to leave it with that for the moment because that's what I think is going to go on. <clears throat> and I think that financials in general just have a long run ahead of them. And yeah. when you look when you look at this chunk ahead of here, right here, yeah. right? When you look at that chunk, uh, you you have to acknowledge that this from here of ninety three dollars, you know, running up to uh, you know, running yeah, up sure, wherever in, in the like one twenty one range, the one twenty two right. range. That's a pretty that's a pretty good run for you know yeah and that's uh, probably why three, it's gone sideways is we had that three run yeah. and I mean, it's yeah. testing it and now we're just kind of consolidating in this range it's essentially increased twenty five percent in three weeks so so I hope you all bought three weeks ago <laughs> I hope you all bought on like March like thirty first yeah, <laughs> honestly yeah. of of twenty twenty yeah oh yeah yeah. That that's the part that I didn't show anybody. Some of these averages are a little bit, can be a little bit. Hey Jim, uh, remind me next time right before there's a pandemic to move all my money into cash so I can buy that dip because I forgot to do it this time. <laughs> oh okay. Well, I didn't buy that dip either, but um, I caught a piece of it. Let's put it that way. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, what do you want? You want to look at what the SPX? We're gonna do spider diamonds next. Uh, diamonds. Yeah. Um, whoops. Yes. Just do SPDR or which, which it doesn't matter. Well, so the diamonds are a girl's best friend, right? <laughs> sure. We'll so obviously this is where the story starts to play out with, uh, um, <laughs> you know, the re- the recovery story, I guess is the best way to put it. And um, hold on, what what scale are we looking at here? I don't know. Hold on, let me get let me get back here. MSDD. Okay, that's not the well, right. first that's of all, right. it's not the right one. Let's get the right like, one, Jim. Okay, there we go. <laughs> there we go. I was like, that yeah. is not even not even remotely close. You caught me. Uh, 
in a, in one of my old man moments. Anyway, so this is when we're Not every you, stock ticker is just the first three letters in a row. <laughs> so I like, I mean, I, I honestly, right here, you can see uh, that there's kind of a, a support line right there, right? Yeah. Here. What are we looking at? That's like right. 335. I'm, 335, I'm right? And I don't really have a really good resistance line here, so I I always try to kind of figure out where the market doesn't doesn't like to go, at least, you know, for the current set of conditions and everyone's yeah. mindset and what how even what everyone knows that yeah. that starts to make people okay. feel like they should be buying again. Yeah. So this seems to be the line right there, and yep. everything and there's no overhead what we what I would call overhead resistance to that line. So there's nothing up here that that tells me that this is going seeing to stop. Something kind of happening around like 345 where you can see it's just losing steam. I'm not sure that that's a resistance line. Yeah. It's just... Well, we hadn't really got there yet, um, but if I was going to pick a resistance line, it would probably have been right about here. And it's already through that resistance line for two days in a row. Right. And that, you know, even though things don't always go up every day, right, mm -hmm. um, it, it kind of tells me that there is a propensity that it will continue up. Right. What I'm finding really interesting about this chart is how we're seeing three red, four red candles in a row with an upward trajectory. So we're getting an air gap where it's closing low and then opening above that previous day's open and then yep. closing lower than it opens but right. still higher right. than it's than its previous close so it's it's just a strange setup where basically people overnight <laughs> are deciding they sleep on it and they're like mm, this this is still a good buy yeah right. it's not quite holding that ground like intraday but right. the next day they're like ah it's it's still worth buying yep so the, the pre-market's opening them up uh and then the market uh, general population is kind of pulling them down a little bit. <laughs> oh, strange. Anyway, what's your, uh, what's your shot call for uh, diamonds next week? Uh, so uh, there's also a, just FYI, there is a triple leverage for this uh, also called oh, the UDAO. Oh, uh, UDAO, U D O W. And I mean, so these things really mirror each other, but right. it lets you it lets you participate in that. In that um, in that uh, Dow marketplace, if, on a, if on you're a feeling uh, if you're feeling bullish, it's a great place to be. Yeah, yeah. in a triple and a triple leverage yeah. operation as well. But you can see it, it's it, it basically is the mirror. It's just that you can buy into this for seventy three dollars instead of you know three. Yeah, that's one of the things I did like about uh, TQQ over T triple Q over just triple Q is the just the price point. Like you can you can get more actual shares yeah. which opens you up for more option plays well yeah if you're an option trader yeah you need to have a hundred yeah. hundred shares of something you gotta, gotta have a gotta contract buy them stacks value, of 100 right? and if yeah. they're 250 bucks <laughs> pop that's uh that's more expensive yeah and then you want to know about the spx sure i'm assuming and interesting the spx looks a lot like the dow I mean, you could make all the same analogies. No, I had said spider, but it's fine. Oh, spider? It's, uh, the, it's the same. It's all the same thing. SP, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure the chart looks pretty much the same. Yep. 
It's just ten percent. It's just ten percent of the buy-in. Yep. So you have the same kind of box going here. You got you yeah, get a line. It's, you got it's your traced to the same underlying, yeah. so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Got your support at 405. Got your resistance at uh, 420. And um, it you has see that uh, exact same pattern where you're getting that like air-gapped yeah. upward upward red candles for the last four yeah. days. Yeah. Yep. Higher opens and um, a little lower closes, but higher than the previous class. Yeah, weird. <laughs> all right. Anyway, yeah. So I think that's all our market news I for this week. Um, one of the things I wanted to ask you about is, uh, like, I was kind of browsing ETFs today, and I was thinking, you know, which which market would you be interested in, like, finding exposure to that you're not already invested in? Because I know you do a lot of these, like, really large um, index tracking ETFs. <laughs> like, is there anything in particular that you think is it worth worth looking into maybe not buying but at least keeping an eye on well i like diversification because mm -hmm. some um it helps me with uh uh risk management so i actually do invest in the tqqs uh which are not for everybody because they can be um, when they get crazy they can be emotionally draining for people that are are they get nervous about uh the value of their money. Exactly. If you're invested <laughs> in them day to day, watching that number is just—it's exhausting. Yeah, uh, but I—I do—I do own the UDAO, which mm -hmm. is uh, the the diamond uh, ETF. I—I I do own the FAS, obviously. Right. So you've got financials, I, financial exposure, and blue chip. And blue chip, yeah. I also I do look at the. Um, um, uh, let's see. I think it's. Uh, I don't have them all. I'm not. Uh, a, I'm not a library, like no, a lot sure. of people. I do follow the SPXL, also, um, it, and I, I, not that I'm buying again these ETFs, but I might be selling uh, options into into them. But, all right. But nonetheless, uh, this is a, a good way to get exposed to to the S and P. So right. I'll track that. And oh, that reminds uh, me. We've been talking just because the stock tickers are similar. It reminded me. We've been talking last week about semiconductors, and we did um, <laughs> we did find that the the semiconductor ETF, which was uh, SOXL, I think. Yep. Yeah. And in you know, and basically. I mean, if you're trading in the TQQs or you're already exposed a lot, you're already things. exposed to those chip and you can tell by the charts because they, yeah. they tend say, to it's, track. It's very familiar to what we were just looking at. Yeah. Although once again, talking about uh, buy-in price point, like SOXL is only like 35 right now ish. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's way more affordable it's to actually, get into. It's 3878. But you Not know, that I'm, not that I'm super big on where it's at right now. Like I said, I haven't seen anything like this week that I'm excited about going into next week. Mm -hmm. Everything's just kind of gone sideways, and I don't have a lot of a lot of confidence in anything going in any direction. Yeah. So a lot of times, you know, I'll use you know another thing, another tool. And again, I don't know what everyone's tools are. Sure. And 
how they would view any of this stuff. But I use the average true range uh, Dude, tool. By the way, if you're listening to this and you know a tool that you really like and would recommend for others to use, please like send us a comment or send us an email, whatever whatever works best for you. Our contact is in the, the show notes. So I'll look at uh, I'll look at these uh, average true range. I, I think this one's a, it's a 14 day ATR, which is an yeah. average true range. It aggregates 14 days of trading, comes up with a tells you kind of what the window, what the wing looks like. So what your yeah. risk is on a daily basis. The stock can currently is trading uh, could be trading as much as two dollars fifty five cents in a single day, top to bottom. Okay. Uh, you know, or more, but. Sure, kinda, that's the probability. Yeah. So if you're buying a uh, thousand shares, you know, be, pre be you could be prepared for what kind of fluctuations that you might have to to uh, stomach while you're looking at it every day. Um, and if you looked at back in the TQQs, you'll see that those those can be quite large for um, depending oh, on you know that one's four dollars forty seven cents on a fourteen day. Uh, moving average. So you can see what was that back? Um, looks like mid March, which yeah, that, yeah back that in here, out. right? Yeah, yeah, we were seeing what was <laughs> back that, in there six, 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 seven dollar swings in a day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. On average. <laughs> yeah. So. Fun uh, times. That, that can make people really nervous. <laughs> well, see, that's a great time to just buy something, watch it vibrate, and then when you get a good return on it, just get rid of it. Yeah. As far as options yeah. go. You know, all the, all the, you know, I don't know. Every, I wish it would be nice if a few people had some comments to make or some questions to ask, just in general. Because you know, everybody, me and my, uh, I have another brother. I have a lot of brothers, by the way. And uh, how many brothers teach, do you have? I know, of, I know of two offhand. I had, I have uh, four. Um, and the other one, though, he he he's uh, he trades differently. He has a different kind of game plan. And, and that's your uh, advisor we were talking about last week. No, he's not the one that I do the opposite of. <laughs> that, that's the other one. <laughs> so, but you know, the, the first person, I don't know how, 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 what kind of people are watching or listening, but you know, you have to know what you're, what you want to be or what you, what you're going to do uh, before you can really decide how you want to play, uh, play or invest because some people are investors you know and if i could i could tell uh, if i had a child i'd say okay you know what let's go buy one of these triple leverage indexes and we'll just do it incrementally every month you know from the time and we're you're gonna one park the money there forever now what's, what's so funny to me is like they specifically on all of these triple leverage say these are not for buy and hold don't right. do don't do exactly what Jim is recommending right now. Right. Exactly. So, so and why, as, why, as, why? as we say in the show opener, this is not financial advice. Uh, Don't do what we're telling you to do. However, if you want to why, buy it for your child. Why would you why would you think that they would tell you that, right? <laughs> well, I think part of it is it's just so it is so volatile. It and, is volatile. You know, but, they don't know what someone's particular situation is. But as goes the index, goes the ETF, right? So well, well, yeah. right. But like, like they've said, like a seven percent increase on average per year does not equal a twenty-one percent increase in the triple leverage. Um, they're a lot more vulnerable to vibration. Like in sideways markets, uh, triple leverages actually lose money compared to uh, their their non-leveraged can. Yeah. 
Well, they can. Yeah. That's true. But you know, uh, but that's the point. Well, I agree with you though. I think like if you're if you're looking at like you know a young kid or twenty whatever, and you're saying I'm not going to be retiring for maybe eighty years at the rate things are going right now. <laughs> Parking in the triple leverage, like you, you know, at least some of it. You don't know how it's going to end up, but right. I, I'm, I'm, I am taking that bet. Although I do, I do have to add here as kind of a little side note, they do typically have higher, um, sort of looking for here, like management fees. So something to keep in mind. Yeah, you know, I'm not a fee. I'm not. A, <laughs> so again, it goes back to the question about what kind of investor you are. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't worry about capital gains taxes or income taxes either, because uh, my philosophy is simple. If I'm making money, I'll pay. I don't care. Right. But I'm not gonna, I'm not going to couch my investments or my program it, it, to save myself tax dollars because inevitably. No, 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 I'm not I'm not talking about tax dollars. I'm talking about like yeah. the actual like um, why can't I remember the word for this? Uh, expense expense ratio? No. Yeah, no, it is, it is expense ratio. Like TQQQ has a 1% expense ratio. Yeah, but I don't care because I make 36% a year. So well, who cares? <laughs> you have recently made 36% a year. Uh, five years running, so I guess recently. Uh, all right, all right, all right, all right. All right. Just five saying. years of the greatest bull market in recent history. Yeah, I'm good with that. I don't, I'm not saying I'm the brightest bulb in the pack. I'm just saying... I'm not going to worry about one and a half percent or two sure. percent or sure. three quarters of a percent. If I even if I was making ten percent a year, who cares? It's right. just it's just a fee, uh, pay to play. That's what I say. <laughs> Very true. Very true. All right, so that's kind of that. Um, so let's let's get into the fun part here. Uh, shop calls. What are we looking at for for? Let's do TQQQ because I know that's what you're tracking more. Um, where, where do you see our box for next week? Um, well, honestly, uh, between, uh, hold on a second. As a reminder, it looks like we are trading like 87, between 87 and 103 this week. It looks yeah, like. Yeah, I, I don't actually. So, you know, nobody can forecast the market, right? No, nobody can not. really ever know. This is just for fun. I, <laughs> right. I just want well, to see obvious, how, how bad our, our suggestions obvious, and thought process obvious, is. Obviously, it's just for fun. That's just the way it works, right? Mm-hmm. Um, there is, uh, let's see if I can grab this here real quick. Another one here. I'll just tell you how I would view this. Uh, I use... Um, a probability cone, which is used in Thinkorswim's Analyze um, uh, component here. Once again, we are not sponsored by Thinkorswim, but if they would <laughs> like to sponsor us, feel free to reach out. Yeah, there you go. Uh, let's see here. Where'd it go? Where'd my cone go? Hold on a minute. Thought I told it to do something and then it didn't do what I wanted it to do. Probability. There you go. Apply. All right. So if when I do my planning, I mean this is kind of a crazy way to look, but I 
first decide what's my bias, right? Mm-hmm. So in my forecast uh, for what I think will happen, maybe next week, uh, at least initially, unless some crazy news comes out, is I'd be looking at that line right there, right? Mm-hmm. Stretch that line out. Got my three points at the bottom. And then up here, I have my um, my box. My box will run till uh, 6-1. And between 6-1, I could be looking at uh, a number that's all the way up there. Because this is a highly volatile stock, remember. Yeah. Uh, it can run pretty expensive. And I'd probably be looking for something in that window there. It's a pretty broad window, but when I'm planning to do purchases or if I... So it's like 87 and a half up to Yeah, so it's basically basically 90 to about 117. I mean, that's the the potential window that could roll in, in my viewpoint. Uh, I've had fairly, I mean... Uh, that's a big window to guess in, but what do I use the window for, right? I I use it for what's down here. This is my worst case scenario or lower, right? So- I mean, look at it, that's your best case scenario. That's when you can buy (laughs) it next week. Well, if I'm, so what I would be doing is, um, I am a strong believer in protecting what I invest. So that is on the TQQs, I would at least be running uh, with a stop loss somewhere. It wouldn't be that, but my stop loss would probably be up in here somewhere, right about $98. And I would I would chunk the stop loss there because <clears throat> I don't want to be down here because if it goes down there, uh, it might bounce back up, but I'll be able to buy it again if it bounces down here and checks this bottom. I'll be able to buy it back uh, somewhere in here. Uh, so I, I'll have a, I, in fact, I'm just going to tell you straight up. I do have stop losses on this stock because I do own more than options. I do have physical um, ownership. <clears throat> uh, so that's where my stops are at. They're at $98 because I don't, I'm not going to risk uh, I'm, I'm gonna uh, capital. I'm going to push a little bit smaller window, I think. I think I'm going to say between... I think we're going to stay like 90 to like 109. I'm looking at this peak here where we're up, like we're having a hard time getting above 109. And I, I'm not, I'm not as convinced that we're going to see that, that run up there. So, I didn't say we would. I just, no, I know. I'm just saying like, like maybe 115, but. Oh, are we playing? What's that game where you guess the grocery costs? Yeah, no, exactly. I, I'm going to come in $1 under you on all of your guesses and be like, look, I got it. Nice you're, a, you're a dog. Actually, <laughs> uh, actually, you should probably peg it somewhere about here. That's where you really should peg it, about 112. <laughs> well, that's, I, that's why I said it was 109. I think, like, that's probably, honestly, I see 112 there, the 111.81 back on April 16th, May 6th, pretty much the same area. Yeah, okay. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with, like, 110, basically. All right, mark it down. I did. Got our, our bets are called uh, fast. I wasn't even looking at fast. I was looking at Vong this week, but let me kind of project here. While while you do your probability count, I'm just gonna fly by the seat of my pants. Well, yeah, I'm not a. 
I, I, I don't wear pants because I live in Hawaii. <laughs> you don't wear pants because you work from home. <laughs> um, 122. Let's see here. Where's my six month? Once again, we're kind of at all time highs. Like, well, not, not all time, but at least, well, no, no, pretty much is all time high. 122 right there. Um, I would not be surprised if we test that again this week. Uh, I like fast. I think fast is going to do well. Let's one pull a number out of my ass here. 109 to 120. Ah, God, that's the $20 window, but 109 to 129. Well, that's that's crazy. <laughs> I think maybe we might see a retest of 125 again uh, by Friday. That's yeah. That's that's the best I'm gonna say. I, on the lower side, realistically, so I, see, now, I see that 110 back on May 12th, and that's yeah. where I don't think I don't think it's gonna go below that unless something crazy happens. Well, I've been selling puts on this at 115. Yeah, and we're seeing those recent bottoms out. Like May 19th was there on there. Um, May 25th, three days ago, we were down at 116, yeah. and we that's where it bottomed out. So I think the 115 uh, put is safe enough. Especially if you're getting a good premium on them, that'll protect you probably down. What are you getting that like premium on well, there? 113-ish. So, well, uh, you know, it obviously depends on the time time window. Well, for but sure. Not, but yeah. Jan, uh, January 22, uh, uh, six months away. I think uh, today I sold one for $18. Okay. So yeah. <laughs> that, that puts me at a break even. Right. Around we are 90, talking very different. Yeah. Very different. $90, $98 maybe on break even. Yeah. 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 And about a 15, 18% ROR uh, return on uh, risk. What was, your, what was your number for the end of next week? Uh, for what? For, for fast, I think you were saying like 115, oh, I, 125. I, I say, well, uh, I'd say 115 is probably the the bottom threshold. My stops are around 115. Yeah. Yeah, 125. Uh, I think I I think we'll test that again this week sometime. Coming up next week. My window's bigger, so you're probably gonna win. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, that shouldn't be there. There we go. We got it wrong. All right, uh, Spider, or which whichever your your preferred Dow Jones tracking system is. Um, I like UDAO. UDAO. Okay, you're triple leveraged. Um, this is a little more questionable in my head for the only because the opening stories are still kind of run in the market show a little bit maybe things are good then maybe not quite as good but yeah then they're good again and they're uh, maybe not quite as good I, I, the market's not settled on the more traditional companies yet but yeah. um I mean, it's got a good uptrend yeah recently. i mean, I mean look that, like look at the one month look at the three month like it's it's going there i'm not going to so, say it's uh, so here I, I don't just make guesses. I, I, I would always part, I always kind of line myself up with what the chart says. And I see 71 
uh, I I would not want to be in if it breaks down below 71. So I'd be stop lossing at 71. And then as far as what I think uh, it's going to do, um, I think it might it might revisit you know the 75 range maybe. I don't know if it's going to make the high again. I don't think it will. I was going to say the 74, 75 yeah. sounds yeah. Yeah. unlikely to me. Yeah, well, I, I think it'll see 74 next week. 74.50 to 75, maybe. All right, 74 on the high side. What was your low? 71? Um, I'd be out if it breaks down. It's a very uh, narrow window you got there. Well, you know, it's, this is not a high, it's not a high, the volatility in the stock is not that high as $2 on the ATR right now. Yeah. So, you know. I mean, you can see it just looking at the chart. It, it's not moving a whole lot. Yeah. Um, I, I do wonder about the getting out at 71. Like, you're already, I don't know. Nah, not sure. Well, so 71 is was the resistance level. I mean, essentially, you can see it. Right. Well, like, with, what, I, what I'm looking at is back on May 12th, we went down yeah. to that 67 range and then bounced back out of there. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure that, like, having the stop loss at 71 is worth it, I guess to potentially hit 71, get sold out and watch it bounce well, back. So there's your there's your individual kind of risk tolerance. I I spend more of my time trying to figure out the best way to not lose any money. That's my that's kind of my program. That's kind right. of what I do. So, you know, if I drew this box out here, cuz that's <laughs> kind of the box, right? That's the window that I don't want to see that stock come back down into. If oh, yeah, does, I was going to say, that is not, I don't think that's our trading range for next week. No, 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 I don't want it to be there. If it goes right. back and it hasn't established itself into a new trend or anything that I can recognize uh, visually in any kind of, um, you know, uh, a pattern. So uh, I just wouldn't, I, I wouldn't necessarily say that I would get out at 71, but I'm just saying if it gets to 71, if it breaks down below in here again, it's probably going to come back down here and retest that low again at right. $67. Right. You know, and no, I just, that's exactly I what I'm saying. Is that, yeah. I don't want to be on that part of the equation. That's no. just my preference. I think what we're going to end up seeing, once again, based on nothing but just how this week has gone is kind of that similar story of the the higher open to lower close um I, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw more of that next week where we're seeing like an open maybe tuesday of 75 and then just kind of tapers off like that sentence yeah all right well what else anything else uh is this the week where we buy gold uh no <laughs> not this week okay cool good to know what are you gonna do with it you gonna eat it uh pro I, I don't think you're supposed to do that although you know they do have all those fancy gold desserts now <laughs> um storehouses of wealth are great and there's nothing wrong with them uh I think I'm going to read, I'm, I'm going to workshop this question. I think what I'm going to change it to is, is this the week where we buy SQQQ instead of gold? No, uh, that, that, that's a, so what's, what's the, what's the golden rule? 
of Jim Howe. The uh, don't rule, bet against the market. Never bid against the trend. Uh, wish I, I wish I had my five-year. Whoopsie do. Uh, I don't know how to say. Never bid. Never, never, never bet against that trend. Is it going to go down? Yeah. Is it going to go down today? I don't know. Next week? No, I don't know. There's a lot of movement to go down to start shifting the direction of this trend. And that long-term trend, uh, if you looked at it, is if I add that extra uh, study in for a channel, right? Yeah. Um, is, oopsie do. I could spell channel, price channel, simple channel, standard deviation. No, I, yeah. I get this is not this is not what you bet against. But no. one thing I, I am kind of wondering, and if maybe you can see if there's a play here in your head, um, like a like a long term uh, call or put. However, whether you buy or sell um, on SQQQ, if you're thinking that there is some kind of market instability coming. Oh, now you're dr you're drilling into. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know that I would. Um, well, I guess there's. No I don't think. I don't think we should. I don't think we should really drill into, into. Uh, um, oh gosh, into options. Okay. Uh, that, that's just a whole. That's just a whole different show with a whole different kind of strategy and mental acuity to attempt to to do i'm willing so to do it here is we're going to dedicate an episode to options and then never uh, talk about it again well no we can totally do it but there are so many ways to do that i mean sure. we could, de yeah, we could I mean, dedicate that's, that's the thing is like even even talking through it you're like okay well am i am i buying the call am i selling the call am i buying a put am i selling a put and then realizing that two of those both play the same way in a way you're like oh this is a bullish bet this is a bearish bet and then, yeah. especially when you're talking about like the PQQQ versus SQQQ, it's they're they're just the mirror image of each other. Right. All right. So well, I think I think that's a good show for this week. I don't really have anything I, more to add here. Do you have anything you want to go off on? Uh, I'll just leave you with this. I I, ro I rolled the channel into the UDAO. Uh, you can see that. Um, oh, there's our midline. Yeah. It's tw this is uh, like 1,200 days, so it goes back a ways. Uh, four years, roughly. And you can, it looks great. Like that is a well-lined channel. So you're you're smack. I mean, th this is a what I would consider a. If you're a long-term investor, this is a fairly. Uh, a fairly safe place to be in this particular, uh, stock, uh, yeah. because it's uh it, your right center channel. You're not overbought. You're not seeing any kind of like major shift. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and the same thing in the TQQs. I am surprised, just while we're talking about it real quick here, like, look at our buying, our trading volume. So, this one, same thing. Like, look at the, the drop-off in trading volume as we've gone up in price. Well, and so this happens all the time, though. This is how the market runs. If you go down and look at this kind of, I mean, you, you'll, you'll run selling, will mm -hmm. run up, and then this, this in fact, these, these moving averages really mm -hmm. accentuate the fact that the market moves in waves 
I mean, there's wave theory, there's all kinds of weird ideas, but nothing ever goes straight up forever. Everything no. has to constantly adjust, constantly, you know, become, uh, has to be reevaluated. Uh, the companies have to be assessed. I mean, there's just a lot that goes into these things. So these are, these waves are, in my opinion, I just call them, these are the emotional, the emotional waves of the market. The market has, has, some fundamental and that's another thing you can talk about in the future if you want to is fundamentals versus technicals and then hybrids of fundamentals and technicals but in, in essence and then whatever the, market, the hell tesla right. runs on <laughs> right and this represents a lot of companies so one company could be doing really bad another company could be really good and nothing happens at all but you know so this is the emotional day-to-day -day activity of the market but these long-term channels they really kind of define what's the you know what's what's the direction right and, i'm feeling a lot better about tqq with this channel up though, i gotta say yeah and so the same thing with fast fast is the same in the same boat you know you've got uh, you're on the upper, fast is above its channel right but fundamentally down in here uh the there was concern about how the financials are actually going to do yeah. Nobody really kind of knew how that was rolling. You start to see, uh, if you go look at the individual stocks that make up some of the fast, you start to see they they start taking off when, when, I mean, I mean these are financials for God's sake. So if you're in yeah. a pandemic, they don't work out so well. Mm -hmm. um, the one that but, I'm I, once again whole another show another week, but the one that I'm following and like really has caught my eye is all these uh, like REITs that got slashed during the pandemic, but you're looking at their, their their sheets and how they performed this last year, and they, they barely even took a hit, like if at all. Some of them haven't even actually lost any income. They've put people on like a couple of payment programs. Like I, I follow Sabra, which is a, a realist, uh, healthcare real estate. Um, and they didn't really suffer from this at all as far as, as, far as their like, balance book goes. Uh, and yet they're still trading at like a discount based on where they were the day before the pandemic, you know, hit the stock market. So I'm curious I, if there's a play to make there. I haven't decided yet. I don't follow REITs. Um, they, they're a different animal for me. Mm -hmm. And uh, I, I, I have a kind of an underlying, uh, I would be, in, well, for me, I don't trust them because it's like, I know banks as an example. If a bank gets a repo, it, you know, for instance, yeah. use of real estate, they'll hold the real estate at value. They're, they're, the last value of the real estate involved in, in any package is the value carried on the books forever. And it doesn't change until it sells. Right. I'm not talking about flipping REITs, I guess I should clarify. I'm talking about property management ones. Oh, yeah. Because the actual REITs, you can get, I mean, you can literally, uh, they could lose half the value and 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 it wouldn't show up. If yeah, I, sell, I don't trust those sell All right, you're getting a lot of construction right <laughs> now, so it's probably our sign that we should cut the, cut the show off here. Oh, sorry. Not all good. All right, well, happens. thank you, Jim. All right. Thanks for listening, everyone, for our, our second episode of uh, Romberg and the Money. 
and we'll see you all next week. Enjoy your Memorial Day weekend.